This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, we're talking about videography and how to take adventure shots of your rig uh, when you're going off-roading or overlanding. So if you're interested in catching that stuff on video, stay tuned because this is going to be a great episode. guys on today's episode we're going to be talking about videography and how to take adventure shots basically and record your trips if you're going overlanding or off-roading in your rig um, so if you're not interested interested in that stuff totally fine just check out some of the other videos on the channel the majority of my videos are about gear reviews or just overlanding in general um, again i wanted to do a little bit deeper dive into the photography videography and then the next episode will be about audio taking good quality audio uh, when you're out you know t filming a trip um, but I just wanted to deep dive into this cause I feel like there are quite a few people that have either approached me or, you know, I've got these other friends that do kind of overlanding channels and they all want to take videos of their trips, right? So the three things that we're going to talk about on today's episode about videography is equipment and basically, you know, what kind of equipment can you get by with again, being budget minded, not trying to get you to spend $5,000 on some really expensive lights and tripods and all this stuff. You don't need to do that. Um, so talking about equipment. Second, talking about composition of your shots. So just like in photography, like we discussed, competition or composition is important. Um, you need to think about where you're placing the camera, where the truck's going to be, what you're trying to do, what kind of story are you trying to tell. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that. So we'll talk about that a little bit more in, B, or in uh, the composition section of this. And then third, editing. So just like with photography... If you just kick something out of your camera and upload it to YouTube, it's probably going to be fine, but it's not going to be as professional or as nice as if you put a little bit of time and effort into it through video editing. So let's dive in. So first, as I mentioned, equipment. Um, some of the essential kind of equipment that you need is obviously you need some sort of a camera. Again, as I discussed on the photography episode last week, um, I just use my iPhone XR. It's, I'm taking video on it right now. It takes great video with the proper microphone. It can take really good audio as well. Um, and it's there. It's in my pocket. I don't have to take a bunch of other stuff with me. I just, I have it and I can pop it out and I can take video whenever I want. So that's piece number one. If you have a DSLR, if you have, you know, a bunch of, uh, action cams or, you know, whether the, the generic cheap action cams or like a GoPro or something like that, or the, there's the new DJI Osmo, uh, action, which looks kind of neat. I'm kind of interested in that too. Um, if you have those, that's all fine too, but you don't have to, again, you could start with your phone, be fine. If you want to get more into it though, there are some inexpensive 
GoPro knockoffs basically on Amazon. I'll link to a couple of them below. I've got a few of them, um, but they were so inexpensive that you almost can't go wrong with one or two. Um, I think I have a one that's a 1080p uh, action cam, came with waterproof casing and all that sort of stuff, and it was about 40, 45 bucks. So again, I'll link to, to that down below, but if you want those, they're kind of nice just to slap on the side of the car. Um, for like action shots or if you're going through water crossings or things like that that you want to record. Um, one thing to be cognizant of with that, though, is that that requires even more gear, right? So it's not just the camera, but then you need the clamps and the mounts and the you know different pieces that you would need to stick it to the outside of the car. Unless you're just super, you know willing to risk the camera and take some zip ties or something and zip tie it to the grill or something, which you could do. Um, but so the more that you get into it, the more stuff you're going to need. So again, I'm going to try and keep it pretty basic in what I'm talking about today and, and just sort of stuff that you either already have or stuff that you can pick up for really inexpensive. Um, another important thing is a tripod, at least for me, because I am out there 99% of the time by myself, just taking solo trips. So when that's the case, I pretty much don't have any option as far as someone else out there to hold the camera or take video. And I have to drive the truck and I have to take the video. So with a tripod, you can adjust the height, you can adjust the location, you can move it around. Um, the first tripod that I had doesn't have any sort of a, like a handle on it to swivel. So you can't do any panning shots. Um, which are important, especially if you're trying to do, you know, sort of an establishing shot or, you know, to show people where you are, kind of, you know, spin it around so that you can see the full environment. Or if you do have someone with you and you're driving your truck by and they're following you, having that handle makes it totally different. This one just doesn't have that. Um, so, again, this one serves a really good purpose as a set it up, put the camera on it, and then just walk away. Um, the other one though is a little bit more better for like product reviews and then also for like action shots and things like that. So I'll put links to both of those below, but you know, you just think about what you need the tripod for. Do you need the handle or is it going to be used 99% of the time by yourself? Just literally setting it up, driving past it, going back and getting it, that kind of stuff. Um, so tripod is super important. Okay. So as for other equipment, this one is a little bit more on the pricey side, but so I recently picked up this DJI Osmo pocket, um, you can see how small it is, right, compared to my hand. It's tiny. Um, but this thing is amazing. Like, it takes amazing video. You can do 4K, 60 frames per second, um, which is awesome because, basically, if you're totally new to video and you don't know anything about it, the higher quality of the video that you take, the better it looks, the more pixels are in it, basically, the more information the camera catches. As far as frame rate goes... If you're going to be slowing down your video when you edit it later, you want to have a higher frame rate. Because as you slow down video, if it has a low frame rate, a frame rate is basically how many times it takes. Video is essentially a series of pictures, right? So you're taking, your camera is just recording picture after picture after picture after picture in fast succession. And then that those pictures strung together is what makes the video. So if you're shooting in 24 frames per second, then you're only taking down 24 flashes of imagery every second. If you film in 60 or 120 frames per second, then you're getting a lot more information. So then when you go to slow it down, it doesn't start to look like it's hitching or like it's it's chunking out. So you want to be able to shoot in higher definition and higher frame rate. Now, most of the time I shoot in 1080 just because it's a lot easier to render out at the end. So when you're throwing it into your editing program, 
4k video is a monster it's just huge so then when it's trying to chug through that it it really bogs down your computer and it starts to blow up from a size standpoint so i usually shoot in 1080 30 for like this type of stuff i'm shooting in 1080 30 right now um 1080p is the definition and then 30 frames per second um, when I'm shooting stuff like on the trails, I will usually shoot in 1080, 60 frames per second so that I've got twice as much information basically as I would have if I shot it in 30 frames per second. That way when I slow it down, then it looks better, smoother. Um, sorry for the little side aside there. But so the DJI Osmo Pocket is amazing. I also picked up this little, it's a little handle type deal and you can slap this in here. And then the cool thing about the pocket is you can actually attach your phone to the side of it and use it as basically like a big viewfinder, a big screen. Um, and then this also, it's kind of cool, but it opens up into a tripod, so then you can just set it down. Um, so personally, I love this thing. And I on my last trip, I'll put up some B-roll video over me talking here right now. I did this, I just kind of popped out of the truck, threw the camera out on the ground um, on the tripod and then just took video of my truck driving by or, you know, that kind of stuff just to get some B-roll. Um, and we'll talk about that a little bit here in a minute when we get into composition. But so the DJI Osmo Pocket, it's, I think I got this with a bunch of accessories for about 315 bucks. So it is a little bit on the pricey side. It's not so much the budget minded thing. So again, if you're not that into it, don't worry about it. I literally got it for this channel just to be able to take some better footage, some smoother footage, especially out on trails and things like that. Um, and it gives me another option. So I've got my phone and the pocket so I could go and set two cameras up all at once and then drive past them and get two different angles on the shot. Um, so that's the, that camera. Um, a lot of things that people don't think about are things like clamps. Um, so like these, I got these at Lowe's for like 79 cents. I got two or three of them. They're just super sturdy, super strong clips. Again, if you're looking for a budget way to attach stuff to your rig, these could work if you if you want to risk it. Um, so, but things like this are good. There's, um, you know, a lot of them come with these little things, these sort of action cams. You probably can't see those in the bag. A lot of these action cams will kind of come with this type of mount. So it has a quarter 20 on the bottom is what it's called but this can can screw in so just like this tripod here this is a quarter 20 on the bottom of this so you can just attach this right there to that or you know if i wanted to i could attach it to this type of mount they're, they're all sort of universal these quarter 20s and then you could you know clip it like say that i had this attached to the truck using another clip i could just put this right down through there and then put that that bolt through the middle and attach it so clamps things like that again you don't have to just go out and start buying a ton of stuff like that's not the goal what the way that my kind of camera gear has grown over the years is i've just thought of a problem one at a time so as i approach one problem you know like um i bought this pocket and i was like wow this thing is great i love it but I was holding it with my hand. It has a tiny little one-inch screen on the back, so it's really small and hard to see. So then I was plugging my phone into it, but it's just, you know, hanging precariously from this little dongle on the side. This thing turns around, and then you can plug your phone into it. And I just felt like I was jacking up the port on it, so then I bought this thing to solve that problem. And when I bought it, I really liked that it had the tripod piece because then that solves the other problem of being able to, like, set it up. So with the pocket, there's just nothing on it. It's just a little tiny... It's intended to be handheld, 
you can't even really i mean it's kind of flat on the bottom you might be able to set it up somewhere but i'd be afraid it would fall over and crack or break or break the motors or something but with this you get a nice sturdy platform that you can set it on so be thinking about mounts and clamps and just all the supporting stuff um lighting if you're going to do a lot of stuff at night or things like that i i honestly don't worry even that much about it myself um, but like in the studio, if you watch some of my videos as they progressed over the last few months, when I first started, the lighting was a little bit more rough. <laughs> um, I was trying to get it darker. I was trying to get the depth. I was trying to get a little bit more interesting background going. Um, so I've learned a lot about lighting and maybe that it might even be its own thing someday that I, that I cover in a video, but, um, you got to think about it a little bit. But again, if you're doing outdoor photography, I would almost be worried more about too much light. So then you want to be thinking more about ND filters and things like that, the, or a, um, a universal one. If you have a phone, they have some that clip onto your phone, um, something to dial back the sunlight a little bit. Um, you can also fix some of that in post uh, with editing, but you just want to be careful because if you just get too much light, then it's going to be washed out and you're going to lose information, basically. So you also want to think about how you're going to carry all this stuff, right? Especially if you're going on trips. So like I've got this camera backpack here and it's just, these things are all movable. They're all Velcro. So you can kind of move things around. I've got some filters. I've got a microphone. These are some of the mounts that I was talking about that you can, you know, this one's a, a suction cup mount that you can stick to the side of your truck, slam the camera on the end of it and take video of your car moving, you know, going off-roading. Um, these are the filters that I mentioned. So they're always really hard to open for some reason. Um, so like this is a general, one of those clip-on filters. You just clip this on your phone with the filter on it, and then it's actually an adjustable ND filter, which is kind of nice. So, but again, you don't have to get that deep into it. So I have, you know, as I've gone over the years, I just keep getting more and more and more and more equipment. Um, but to get started, again, really, if you just have a tripod, your smartphone, um, any clamps or mounts that you're going to need, depending on what kind of shots you want to get, um, then you'll be fine. You can take some great videos. And again, starting is the best way to start learning. So don't sit here and think you have to buy a bunch of stuff and you have to have all this gear before you can get going on, uh, filming your adventures. So that's equipment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, second part of this podcast slash vlog, composition. Again, on the photography, we talked about it, not just shooting straight on, right? Not just staring at the thing at eye level and then holding your phone up and taking a picture, but changing up, you know, the angles, getting to the side of the truck, getting to the back of the truck, holding the camera up higher, holding it lower, you know, getting down on the ground and getting a really, you know, big, larger than life type of shot. The same rules apply for videography. So, with a video, you just you don't always just want to be like, here's my truck in the middle and I am filming my truck driving away. Sometimes you can. You can. I'm not saying never take a shot in the middle. I'm just saying don't make all your shots literally just facing the vehicle and recording the vehicle, right? Um, so some s sort of general rules of videography that I've learned that could probably save you some time when you're starting to put together these videos. Um, just like when you see in movies, if you want your films to be more cinematic... Um, 
you have to think about the composition of a shot and what videos you're going to need to put that shot together. So for example, you always want to start with an establishing shot. So like if I'm making a video about Hoosier National Forest, I don't want to just start off, start off with my truck driving through the woods, right? Like I want to show a map with a pin in it showing, hey, this is Hoosier National Forest. And then like sometimes I've, I've done an effect where it zooms in from outer space down onto Hoosier National Forest. Um, and then you see the truck in the woods. Or, you know, if possible, if say you're like at Moab or something, you can get up on a big high rise and, and take a video of this, you know, this whole area to kind of show, hey, look, check out how cool these surroundings are. That's a good way to do it. If you have a drone, that's another good way. Uh, throw your drone up, get some establishing shots, you know, from up high, up above. If you can, if you have someone else to pilot the drone uh, or it has like an auto follow mode, get it to follow you and drive through the woods, you know, going into the woods, into the national forest or, you know, wherever you're going, whatever your trip is, is taking you. Um, something from up high, farther out, showing the shot. So you've got to think about your establishing shot. Um, then you've got to think about B-roll. And this is something that was extremely important to me and, and that I learned at an, at an early point in my videoing um, and how important it is. You can never have too much B-roll. So, and what B-roll is, is B-roll is basically those shots that you maybe see while someone's doing a voiceover or talking over the video, right? So like a shot from down really low with my pocket, my DJI Osmo pocket of the truck driving through a creek bed, for example. Um, or just the campfire, you know, like the campfire burning at night. That would be an example of B-roll. Um, maybe like a time lapse of me setting up my tent, that kind of thing. Um, all that stuff is is sort of just background stuff that you would use to sort of establish a more specific shot, right? So you've done your big establishing shot. You know that you're going into the woods. Now you're showing the truck and it's driving and it's, you know, overcoming these obstacles, um, going through a water crossing, maybe going up a hill, you know, rocky ravine, climbing up this hill to get out of there and then maybe rolling into a campsite. And then when it rolls into the campsite, then you've got B-roll there. You've got, you know, set up, you've got the fire, you've got chopping wood, you know, using a chainsaw, axes, that kind of stuff. All that stuff could just be filmed. It doesn't even necessarily have to, you don't have to be talking about it or doing anything on it. You just are filming it so that it sets the steps, all right? It shows people exactly what you're going through. So it shows we came to the woods, we drove through the woods, we overcame these obstacles, we found a camp, now we're setting up camp, that kind of thing. It tells the story. So um, just always be thinking about that because what a lot of first-time videographies, myself, videographers, myself included, do is drive into the forest, maybe get like where the campsite is just about at, set up a tripod, take a video or two of the truck driving by, go and sit in camp, and then just put a camera on myself and talk, right? Um, that's not what you want to do. You don't want to just be like, hey, we're in the woods now, and I'm talking to you about XYZ, right? Like, hey, we're in Hoosier National Forest and we're going to be doing a two night trip and I brought my boys with me and, you know, that kind of stuff. You want it to be a little, if you want it to be more cinematic, then you've got to take the establishing shots. You've got to do the B roll. Um, then you can get to that sort of first person or third person kind of view of, of you in the shot talking about whatever the trip is or whatever your, your topic is that you want to cover. Um, so that's composition. That's the second part. So then the third part that we're going to talk about, editing. So when you are ready to edit your videos, you've got to pick software uh, that you want to use. Now, I started out, I have a Mac, and I started out on iMovie, which was great. It's just very limiting. 
Um, and for the first two or three months, probably I was on iMovie and I was making okay videos, right? Like they were passable. At least they were edited and not just dumped straight out of my phone. Um, but then from there I got to the point where I, I got pretty good at iMovie and I, I wanted to do other things that I couldn't do in iMovie. So that's when I decided to move to Final Cut Pro 10. Um, and that's what I've been using for the last six to eight months, probably. I highly recommend the software. It is a little expensive, um, but if you can, if you're a student, I think it's cheaper. There's a lot of options there to do to get a good deal on that software. But software is important. You're, if you're going to be editing, then you've got to, you know, you got to have the right software to be able to do it. When you're editing the video, then too. So once you've selected your software, then you've got to think about your composition of the video as you edit it. I start with an intro, a bumper, if you will, an intro bumper video, then the hook, short 15 to 20 second, hey, here's what this video is about, then a little cut roll, which is just, again, further, you know, driving home, these are the things I talk about, uh, vlogs, podcasts, gear reviews, that kind of stuff, that gives you a little bit more of that information, makes it a little bit more professional, and then I move into the body of the, the content, and then when thinking about the body of the content, um, Again, you have to give it structure. If it's just me talking for 20 minutes, this kind of has been a little bit of a rant, but if you if you if it's just me talking for 20 minutes and it gets boring really fast. But if I can tell you, "Hey, today we're going to talk about equipment for videography, composition, and editing," then you know like, "Okay, wow, I really want to know about editing. I'm going to skip ahead. I'm going to go check out that part about editing." Or, you know, "Oh, I want to know about all three of those things, but now you know what the what the video is about and what the main three pieces that you're going to hear about are." Um, so you got to be thinking about that as you edit it too. Um, and then at the end, you have to have some sort of a conclusion. So in gear reviews, it's pretty easy because it's generally like, hey, here's what the gear is. Here's what you're going to learn today. You know, then you get into the body and I, I open it. I open the box. We go through the gear. I give you my, my sort of initial feelings on it. And then the conclusion for a gear review is, hey, here are my thoughts now that I've tested it out, right? So for value, it's this, for quality, it's this, that kind of thing. To wrap this whole thing up, so we talked about equipment, take what you got and try and use that. You don't have to spend a million dollars, but make sure that you do spend a little bit of money on something like a tripod, um, any clamps or mounting things that you're gonna need to put the camera up on the outside of the car or inside of the car or in your studio, whatever that looks like for you. Um, we talked about composition, so making sure that you get the establishing shot, then you get enough B-roll, and then you do your main body of content. Um, and also don't worry if your audio is bad out in the field, and we'll talk about that more on the next episode. If your audio is not the greatest, you can always re-record audio back in your, your, your home or studio. Um, and then third, we talked about editing, pick the software that you want, make it something that you're familiar with, or make it something that you're interested in learning about. Um, you can get free software all the way up to super expensive software. That's up to you. You make the decision, but pick something that you're comfortable with. Um, think about the composition of the, the video. Think about setting that hook. Think about um, your post hook video, if you will. And then think about the body of your content and how to break that up into the three sections um, and explain your main points and then come to the end and come to a conclusion. So those are the three things we talked about. Again, guys, I really appreciate you coming by and checking this out. I'm enjoying this little mini series. Uh, we'll get back to more gear reviews and just general overlanding here after the next one. Um, but 
again, I hope you guys are getting some good information out of this. I hope if you're interested in this kind of stuff that it helps you. Um, as always, definitely click below. If you're on YouTube, click like, leave a comment. Let me know, you know, other topics that you'd like to hear about. Um, if you're on the podcast, you know, feel free to visit us at allthingsoverlanding.com. And on there, it's got links to all the social channels and everything. So I'd love it if you came over to Facebook and jumped on the group and started posting pictures of your rides or, you know, suggestions again for, for other videos that you'd like to see. Um, Instagram, I put up a lot of pictures several times a week at least. So definitely follow on Instagram. And again, on YouTube, please click subscribe. Click the bell to be notified when new videos come out. Thanks again for watching. As I always say, live, learn, and discover. Get out there. Um, take great videos. Take fun trips. Um, and let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if you come across anything. Again, I'm not a professional by any means, but I've learned a lot of stuff in the last few years. So if you're having trouble with something, if you you know, run into a, a specifically a Final Cut Pro issue, I can definitely help probably. Or if not, I could at least help you find a, a good video on YouTube that might be good to solve your problem. So hit me up. Leave me a comment. Shoot me an email at allthingsoverlanding at gmail.com. However you want to engage, I'd love to engage with you. Thanks again for watching. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. Yeah.